Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast, episode 199. This show is brought to you by Modeffect, your agency partner for optimizing your client's sites, and Wayflyer, a resource to help your clients who are looking for cash flow assistance with their marketing and inventory needs. I'll tell you more about our two pod friends later in the show, but let's get started as I fly solo with our guests as we dive into creating and running online courses with some insights around the Woo ecosystem and learning WooCommerce. Hey, Bob here, and I'm playing solo here today. It's just me, but it's not really just me. It's me and a guest. I have my good friend, Bud Krause. This is like, we've known each other for a long time. Bud needed to get on the show. Bud does a lot of stuff. Bud, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. And yourself, how are you? I'm doing good. Good. You know, I'm getting ready to um, fly to Oklahoma next week for a meetup, a partnership meetup. But yeah, doing good. Good. So yeah, I thought we would, huh, Bud has, how, how do I say it? He's touched on Woo in a lot of different ways. He's tried it. He's doing the stuff with Woo. And why don't, before we even get into talking about, we have a few things we want to, you know, discuss or uh, get your insights on. Why don't you tell a little bit about who you are, what you do? Sure. So first, Bob, thanks again for letting me talk on your podcast because uh, uh, it's such a valuable resource for everybody who uses WooCommerce or is thinking of using WooCommerce. Thank you. Um, So what do I do? Okay, well, I am a WordPress instructor and site developer in that order. And currently I'm creating a new online WordPress training center where people will be able to take courses free and low cost on many WordPress subjects like using Gutenberg, Elementor, and so forth. Not sure about WooCommerce, how that might fit in. That's not the first thing on the agenda. There's so many things that have to be done first, but that's not an impossibility down the road. It's always hard to build these kinds of courses when the software is changing all the time. Very tough. Yeah. to stay current with that. So, yeah. And as far as site development goes, I don't really, I'm really phasing out of projects because I really want to spend time just really focused on instruction, which is really my thing. You know, speaking of instruction, I have to say real quick, I first heard of WooCommerce. Um, I was teaching in New York City and this was, must have been the very beginning of Woo. And a student came up to me and she said, hey, have you heard of WooCommerce? And of course I said, no. (laughs) So, you know, it made me feel kind of foolish. And this was, you know, probably in the days when all they were doing is themes and maybe they had the WooCommerce plugin. And she told me what it was. And I wasn't, you know, I said, okay. And that was about the very first time, little did I know, you know, what was about to happen over the, in you know, the ensuing years. Wow. Yeah. Remarkable. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people, you know, I mean, it was like, you heard about it, you knew about it, kind of, yeah, we'll see what happens here. And then. And I didn't have anything to sell. So, you know, that was like, that was always, you see, you have to have a reason, you know, and once you have a service, a product, something that you want to sell, in my case, it's courses. What what are you going to learn this for? Just for fun? Now, I must say, even when I didn't have something to sell, 
I actually taught WooCommerce in class. So all I did, all I did was learn Woo just for the purpose of teaching it. And that was my first introduction of really getting deep into the, the, the concepts of the cart and the checkout page and so forth, you know, my account, all that, you know, the, co the core component parts of WooCommerce. But even getting beyond that, too, that was a lot of fun. But even that, and this was so five, six, seven years ago, I still didn't have anything to sell. I was always looking for something. What can I sell with this? Because I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I kind of grasped, I think, because over the years, I always had it on there, but I was like, you know, okay, well, now I'm selling consulting hours. I'm selling web packages. Oh, I'm selling. I think one time I might have just been doing an ebook or two, which was pretty pathetic when you think of the power it has. And I would, you know, just do that. But it was on there. So I went ahead and did it. Now, before we get into, you know, kind of the woo stuff and, and talking more about what you're doing and let's just let's just go back in time i should have some sound effect i don't know what it would be but going back and not that far back in time you were at the state of the word with me in uh, new york uh, with several other people and just on reflection uh what are we now about two months since it happened uh, yeah getting close to two months what what stood out to you or any thoughts you had on it well, I know it's in the rearview mirror, but, you know, it was such a unique event. And I think it will always be a unique event in the history of WordPress because it's not likely that there will ever be an event quite like it, given the pandemic, given the fact that it wasn't attached to the usual WordCamp US, <clears throat> and that it was really a small audience, but streamed to thousands. And uh, it was very intimate, and there was a lot of energy because people hadn't seen each other in a long time, and they were just so excited. And um, I have to say that, to me, the thing that kind of really touched me the most – now, I had never met um, Matt Mullenweg, and so it, was, it wasn't so much meeting him. That was, that was fun, and I had a nice talk with him. But the thing that he said to me that was really touching and memorable was when he called us WordPress royalty. Now, it might not mean anything to anybody but me, because I call people like Bob WordPress royalty. <laughs> and I've done that. You know that, right? And I've done that for a long time. I said, oh, this one's WordPress royalty. That one's WordPress royalty. I'm not WordPress royalty. So, you know, I always use that term to, to, to designate or to, you know, indicate that somebody's very active in the WordPress community, very well known, they're contributors. And, I, you know, I'm not in that category, but when he called us WordPress royalty, that meant a lot because the truth of the matter is he's right. Mm -hmm. We are WordPress royalty, all of us, the people that, you know, that every day dedicate ourselves to pushing forward the WordPress project. So that meant that meant a ton. That's interesting because, you know, I mean, I remember him saying that, but that perception of it and... Yeah, it was very a very small part, very quick part, few words, but it really did mean a it did mean a lot because of the people that were there, the people you know made the effort to get there, and um, well, he, he knows he was talking to people in that room that WordPress meant a lot to them, and not just in that room, but of course beyond. So, uh, it was great. It was just it was. Uh, 
I'm glad I, I'm glad I went, I'm glad I went and uh, I'm glad you went too. Yeah. And, uh, of course, it wouldn't have been the same without you. Put it <laughs> yeah, that's another whole story we won't go back into. Oh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Oh, so yeah. training. Just give us some, uh, you know, I don't care if you're training WooCommerce, training WordPress, training plugin, training right. full site editor, whatever you're training, it all intermingles, it all jumbles together in one way or another. Uh, what 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 does how do you describe putting together an online WordPress training? I mean, how you know what words of advice, uh, insights you have? Just give us some of that experience you've had. I'm happy to do that, Bob. Thanks for that great question. Really, that question was one of the big stories of my life last year. How do you do this? Because I had I had a lot of experience. Um, putting together free training videos on WordPress and people liked them. And, uh, you know, I was used to teaching online and in class, but when you decide that you are going to sell courses, that is a whole different animal. I knew that going in and what, and I had a foundation of information to start with, but if you start, if you don't start with what at least I knew, at least some have an idea of some of the core component parts of how the site would be put together. You just can't do it. And even if you knew what I knew to going in, you were going to, you're still going to have a hard time because there are so many options to choose from and not just options, but then how do these all fit together? The integration of, you know, so my, so I did a lot of research. I actually took, time to really think this out, look at plugins, look at this, look at that, see how this works, see how that works. I started with the, with the thought that I'm definitely going to use Learn Dash because I was very familiar with it and I wasn't using it correctly. So now I would be able to use it correctly. But then what about the e-commerce component? Was I really married to WooCommerce? Probably, but not hundred percent sure, but I just didn't like the whole product page product you know, the, the, the sort of the, the shop page, the product page, the cat, the uh, card page. And so, the, you know, the whole checkout process, the funnel process, if you will. I wasn't really crazy about the way WooCommerce did it. What could I do? Now, what I just expressed, I wasn't even able to articulate that I didn't like that. I mean, that took a <laughs> while for me to figure that out. I don't like that because I just, you know, people just tend to accept, okay, you know, looks good, works, blah, blah, blah. But it's just not a real compelling experience. And then I met CardFlows. And to me, CardFlows was the missing ingredient. What was the component piece, the layer, if you will, between the courses and WooCommerce? Is really CardFlows. I mean, in a way, maybe I get that in the wrong order. It's really CardFlows, WooCommerce, and the courses. But it's just a fantastic plugin that integrates very well with WooCommerce and learn dash. And of course, you have to analyze this and figure out which, you know, what plugins are going to need integration plugins themselves. And do these plugins play nicely with each other? You know, and it turned out those three were ideal, but boy, it took a lot of investigation to get to that point. Where was, you know, what was I going to do? And even so, once 
I started doing that. Then it was, okay, uh, are you going to have subscriptions? What about payment? There's so many other factors that you have to consider. And um, I'm not 100% done with everything on that, but um, you know, I pretty much I bought into the WooCommerce subscriptions. And in so doing that, I, I noticed this huge universe of WooCommerce plugins. Holy smokes. <laughs> um, it's extraordinary. WooCommerce could, is, it's, it's certainly its own ecosystem. That's to put it mildly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how many paid plugins they have, but there's a lot of them. So I bought into a couple of them. Subscriptions was one. Um, there was one, I don't remember what it was, but it was it was sort of a super coupon uh, plugin that I paid for, which it turns out I was overkill, so I didn't need. And they refund my money. I don't know if they say in 30 days, you don't need this, let us know. Mm -hmm. So back, you know, the money came. And then there was another one about editing the, okay. the checkout page. There was a plugin for that. So who could they have everything imaginable? I thought the support was really good that I was in touch with too, because I've had a problem with the PayPal integration and it turns out it's not, I always, and what I was looking at, I thought, well, there's a, there's a bug in WooCommerce. Well, no, there's a bug in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't WooCommerce. It was the fact that the way PayPal, it, it does its integration with um, subscriptions. But the bottom line is uh, uh, I really, um, was amazed at the growth of the um, add-ons that WooCommerce has now. It's it's really amazing, just incredible. Uh, I mean, whether it's in the shipping field, which of course I don't need, but so many like there's so many things that you can do now to add on to WooCommerce. It's 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 extraordinary, really. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, listening to what you said. And it's very, I guess you call it meta. It's, it's your, your whole learning experience to create another learning experience for others. I mean, you, you had to get all this stuff in place. And I can vouch that you took your time because I remember many times you came to me and would kind of bounce off a few ideas. And you were, you were, you weren't just jumping into it saying, I'm going to sell, you know, online courses, Bob. Oh, a month later, I'm online. I'm doing it. Everything's falling apart, but I'm moving right ahead. Y you've been, yeah, you've been meticulous. And, uh, and No, you can't do that. In fact, I've been very fortunate in this case because usually I put something together and then try to promote it. This time I've built up the promotion first before <laughs> I launch. Yay. <laughs> Good idea, yeah. right? So, you know, now I have a list of people who are interested in knowing when the site's going to launch and, you know, all that kind of stuff that I'm keeping in touch with. And, in fact, if you go to my site, joyofwp.com, you can subscribe to find out when's the site going to launch, what are the courses, how can I find out, all that kind of stuff, you know, so you can stay in touch. So joyofwp.com for that. You know, it's been it, – I did. I took my time, and I have been very fortunate – in the context that I've had throughout the WordPress community, so many people have given me a lot of really great advice um, that I'm actually trying to listen to. Uh, but, you know, it's just, there's sort of, there's sort of like two brains on this thing. There's the sort of the structure of putting the site together. And then there's all that content that has to be created. 
And those are two separate things and both take a lot of time. And, um, you know, that that's, you know, the creating the content is, and you're creating the content and a moving target. So I've been, I was creating um, content based on uh, WordPress 5.9, which launched, what, a week ago? I was using WordPress 5.9 in the beginning of January so that I'll have extra life on that, you know, when I, when it launches. Um, and hopefully the changes that are coming to WordPress for the rest of this year will not be as dramatic visually and otherwise as what 5.9 yeah. is. So, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's a very um, difficult time to do this because, you know, sort of right now and for this year, we're going to sort of have two WordPresses. We're going to have the WordPress that uses the classic theme that everybody, that was now called the classic theme, the themes that people have been using since the beginning of time. And the new block theme, which takes, which is the only way that you can take advantage of full site editing. So that sort of gives us two different WordPresses. And how do you teach to that? Well, I have to take that into consideration. So there's so many different factors now when you put when you put together courses. It's insane. <laughs> it really is. But I, I, you know, I'm ready to do that. Yeah, you know? yeah, that that's true. I'm certainly aware of it. Yeah, it's a it's a pivot that's um, yeah. It's, it's, a lot of things are turning quickly, and you can't. Yeah, it's like how many people are interested in this part, and you know, it's kind of the version one and version two of Bud. You know, it's like I'm talking this way, and then I'm talking this way. And look at WooCommerce. WooCommerce changes. So if you did a course on WooCommerce, the interface changes. Then what are you going to do? You're going to confuse people. Yeah. You know, so it's it's really, you know, it's um, it's a challenge. But, you know, I love teaching and uh, I, I get a kick out of seeing people um, use the knowledge to do something that is um, solves a problem or is empowering or creative or whatever it is. It's really cool. Um, so it's what I do. Hey everyone, Bob WP dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support. When it comes to building Woo sites for your clients, everyone has their own strengths. If you need help with your clients' conversions and revenue, the team at ModeEffect can be a part of your strategy to help your clients avoid the hassle of management and training. Partner up with ModeEffect and let them help you keep your clients running smoothly in the long run at ModeEffect.com. Wayflyer is helping WooCommerce direct-to-consumer merchants improve their cash flow to accelerate growth through revenue-based financing for their marketing and inventory needs. Now, whether it's for you or your clients, signing up is free. An offer will be delivered in a matter of hours and one fee keeps it simple. They're the only trusted funding partner on the WooCommerce marketplace and are featured over there in the Grow Your Business collection. So if you are looking to help yourself or your client with your store's marketing and inventory financial cash flow, just head on over to wayflyer.com. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. You were talking about all the plugins, all the extensions, the ecosystem, how huge WooCommerce is. And I'm sure you might have a few other thoughts around it. But I was also 
thinking, did you ever look around and, and find or discover or wonder why there's a lack of, uh, as far as WooCommerce specific online courses? I mean, is there anything that came out of that research or even that maybe, maybe, you know, you obviously didn't spend all your time doing that, but I'm sure that crossed your path. You know, it has, and it's been attempted, but it doesn't, it, it, I think there's a bunch of reasons why it doesn't work. Um, one is that it changes. Okay. But that's not really the reason I think people who develop sites using WooCommerce can learn this stuff on their own. They have a sufficient ability to do that compared to people who will be taking my courses, like using Elementor or using Gutenberg, who are not the kinds of people who are developing sites for others. Maybe they're site developer wannabes, okay? But they're more, they're not as ready to learn on their own like the WooCommerce person. In other words, the WooCommerce person already, the person that's using WooCommerce for the first time already knows WordPress. I mean, otherwise, I mean, Otherwise, they it, they've jumped into the wrong end of the pool, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is things that which is what I usually do. <laughs> you know, like you know, you got to like put the cart before the horse, so or the horse before the cart. So, so they're already coming to WooCommerce with a WordPress vocabulary. All right, so that makes it a lot easier for them to learn WooCommerce on their own. Because what's WooCommerce? It's a it's a custom post item. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, that's it's that and a little bit more. That's what WooCommerce is. So they can sort of figure it out themselves. And I think there's the audience for learning WooCommerce online is much, much smaller than the general WordPress for beginners, WordPress 101, WordPress, whatever you want to call it. That, oh, that market is way bigger. That market is still developing. When I talk to people, I believe that's still developing. Um, whereas what you're talking about, what do you think? Do you, I mean, what do you think of that idea that the WooCommerce person, you know? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm wondering also, and this is what I used to think about when I would even just do, you know, little short tutorials, post type things, is that with WooCommerce and stores, there are so many little variables that how can anybody create a course around, you know, let's say you say, okay, I'm going to create a course on how to sell hair products. Okay. Well, is this online? Is this also in person where people can walk in? Is this what kind of hair products are you shipping to this? I mean, there's, are you going to put in, you know, some video? I mean, it's, it's kind of the same as WordPress, but there's too many tiny variables that it would be hard to capture a large audience with this is how you do this. Well, great. This, I, I I can do this. Now I need to do these other 10 things. Now, how do I do that? You got me this far and it's, there's too many little specific details depending on where they are, what they're selling, how they're selling, you know, I, I, I get the feeling that, that a lot of that is hard to encapsulate in an online learning course because it's like, how can you hit on every possibility in even a single industry of somebody selling certain kinds of products? 
Well, the answer is you can't, okay? And you can't do it online. You can't do it in class. I mean, when I taught in the city, um, WooCommerce, I, I created this fictitious site. It still exists called WooGuitars.com. And it was a store that sold electric guitars. It sold classic guitars. It sold bass guitars. And then we had, you know, packages and, you know, affiliate products and, you know, typical just to demonstrate the different kinds of things that WooCommerce can do. Was it everything? No. But it was at least the things that you are most likely to need to know to build a WooCommerce site. Okay. Now, and I think you could do that and not much more. Okay. So I think you can just enter. In other words, you know, somebody may want to use authorized net to do for the payment gateway. Well, you know, can you do 15 different payment gateways? No. But if you understand like one or two payment gateways, let's say you understand Stripe, let's say you understand PayPal. Okay. And shipping and what zones mean and all that stuff. Um, if you build the fundamentals skills that you can't really worry about whether they get the little fine point that they need for their site. It's sort of like building a house. You know, you can teach them the frame, the this, the that, and, but that little extra thing that they may have to figure out on their own, mm-hmm. it, it, that's, you know, you know, web development is a very multidisciplinary and complex subject. And, um, uh, and, and it's not possible to teach everybody everything. So I don't. I've never thought of myself as that way. I think of myself as sticking to the bread and butter down the road, down the middle of the road, the fundamentals that you need to build any kind of site. I've been saying that since the days I taught HTML and CSS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember when I, I did a, some WooCommerce in-person classes. Oh, man, th- this had to be... I don't even know how long ago, seven years ago, maybe, maybe around that. I don't know, maybe eight years ago. Anyway, it was very basic. Yeah, it was, it was basic. And I remember, I always remember this one person was there and we went through, you know, just here, here are the options. Here's what you can sell. Here's what you can do. And he said, well, you know, what I'm going to do is, he said, I'm going to sell one book online should i install woocommerce on my site so i said do you have any intention so i walked through and asked him are you going to sell anything else um consulting whatever no 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 are you going to sell more than that one book nope this is the only book i'm ever going to write and it was like all around this one book and finally i said you know i don't think you need WooCommerce to sell a single book like you want to do you know and so so it was it it you had to teach, and you're right. You can only teach like the basics, and then people got to run with it. And and well, you know, it's sort of like there's uh, there. You could call it edge cases, use cases, whatever you want, but you can't teach everything to everybody. That's if that's just a fool's errand. I mean, that's crazy to even think like that. Um, you're not really doing anybody any good. You can't do it. Um, when you do teach in a class, uh, I, or even online, if it's live, I do try to always tailor my approach to finding out what people need. So at least I cover that kind of stuff. I, I, it's, it's impossible to do all that because I don't know everything. So some people say something that 
to me, it sounds so esoteric, I, you know, or like their ideas are like so half-baked. I'll say, why would you even want to do that? <laughs> so. What would you say if, you know, what, what is your, like your number one key piece of advice to, and you maybe I've already said it somewhere within this conversation, but for somebody that says, I want to teach WordPress online courses. Okay. Fair enough. Well, don't do that. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's my first piece of advice. Stay out of my lane. There's plenty of other things you can teach. Get out of the way. I don't need any more competition. I don't need this. I don't need that. So I would say, don't bother. Well, here's what I would In on, assuming that it's not anything to do with WordPress. Actually, there's so many subjects. Look, you could do gravity forms. You could do whatever, you know. Yeah. There's, there's so many subjects. The first thing is, is... I would experiment first. I mean, if you really want to take it down to ground zero and really start from scratch, then look at different learning management systems first. Uh, you know, LearnDash is the big name in the business, but, um, you know, there's LearnWP, I think it's called. Or there's other there's other plugins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could actually build your own, okay? You could use custom post type plugin and make your own. I mean, there's, there's so many things you could do. But if you want what I would call a complete LMS out of the box, what you have to pay for it is LearnDash, okay? It just does it right with its hierarchy of courses and uh, and lessons and topics and quizzes. So, you know, it's just really nice. And you could actually... Now, the other thing is don't start off selling classes. I think that's my first piece of advice. You'll screw it all up. You have enough to learn as it is. You've got to create content. You've got to market. You've got to grow an audience. Don't start. And so I had a site online for quite a while, a couple of years, where I didn't sell any courses. I just learned how do you make courses? How do you, what kinds of stuff do you run into? What about login issues? What about server issues? What about everything? Mm-hmm. You know, get all that. Now, and the other thing too is uh, you want to use a good, high quality, well-known web host because hosting is impo- very important here. This is not a joke. So you want to have you want to have your system up all the time and performing well, and um, and then of course the other thing is what uh, video distribution service. See how many questions there are before we even talk about selling courses. What video distribution service do you want to use? Do you want to use YouTube? Do you want to use Vimeo? You've got all these considerations to get to before you even start with e-commerce. So I had to learn all that stuff first. Things that I just take for granted now. Like, of course, I use Vimeo. But I had to learn all the, of course, I use LearnDash. I had to learn all the, of course, stuff first before I took that next step. Okay, now I want to sell courses. And making that decision was a long, laborious process. It wasn't just one day I woke up and go, you know, I want to sell courses. Didn't work that way. And, of course, you know, um, yeah, so you really, there's, there's, I, you my best advice to people who want to get in the business of providing online training is don't start by selling courses. It's not a really good way to do it because I feel very strongly that if you do try to do it and you're really starting from a sort of a beginner's platform, you're going to screw it up. Right. <laughs> I probably will screw it up and I'm no beginner. No, I'm not going to screw it up, but you know, I'm, I'm hardly a beginner and there is a lot to work through before you even put something online where you can sell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Good advice. So, yeah, I'm really, I, 
what what's really going to be cool about my site is I'm going to be using WooCommerce, but you won't even know it. Yeah. And it can work that way because WooCommerce is so strong on the e-commerce side of things. It's it's what it is. But you don't have to show it. So people will go to it and they'll go, I didn't know this is WooCommerce. You really won't know. Yeah. Because of what Cartflows does. Cartflows sort of hides all the WooCommerce stuff and makes it really cool. And really what, what Cartflows basically does is it makes the product page um it really removes the the, the cart page. Mm-hmm. So you really go from the product page, sort of a product page, right to the checkout. And that's, yeah. So they 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 smooth, they, they take out the friction that you normally associate with the selling process, with the whole funnel. They take out as much friction as they can so that you can make the sale. I love that idea. Because the longer you get people to think, the worse things can happen. <laughs> No, you don't want people to think. So that's definitely that. You don't want people. You, you want to make it easy. You don't, and you don't want to give them like fifty options of anything. You know, I, I can't wait to get my site launched. You know, it'll it's going to be some time still, um, uh, because you know I'm in the production process, and that's another thing too, for people who are new to the idea of online training, and I'm I'm speaking specifically to people who are you know, doing screencasting, like using Camtasia. That's another thing. Well, how are you going to capture it? You're going to use Camtasia. You're going to use something else. Or are you going to do stand-up videos? Or are you going to use, you know, who knows, you know? But if you do use something like, well, no matter what you use, you're going to have to produce the content. And you're going to have to come up with a production process. It just doesn't happen overnight. Now, I have a production process. But it just, all these things take time. And the it, it's sort of like I'll just if I can just real quickly um, digress to make the point. I have a potential client. It's a very large uh, community association, and they've got an old site that's not WordPress, and they've got to start start from scratch with a WordPress site. Well, one of the things they're toying with is they want to sell tickets to the community events online. Should they put that in the first iteration of their website? My answer is no. The reason is there's so much work to do just to relaunch the site in WordPress and take care of the brochureware kinds of things, whatever. The, 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 uh, the member login stuff, all that stuff has to be built first. And then we can talk about the e-commerce component. So I, and, and they pretty much bought into it um, that, that's where this project should be cut. Because if you don't do it that way, it's going to take, you have so much more work to do. It will take twice as long to work through this. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why I don't like doing new projects because I don't necessarily like going through these journeys. They really, you know, they are. They're, they're journeys that I've gone through too many times and they're, they can be very, they can be rewarding, but they can be very difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. Break it down into iterations, basically. Exactly. You you explain to them that there are phases to the to your what's the development of your site. It's like we're building a shopping center. We're not going to build the whole thing and then say, okay, come on in. We're going to build the magnet stores and then a couple other stores and then say, okay, come on in, and then we'll build we'll build it out as time goes on. Same thing. Right. Right. Yeah, that's interesting because um just just swinging back to where you were talking about checkout and that whole process. When we had Matt Mullenweg on the podcast just a little while ago, 
when one of the questions we ask him is, what does he really want to see with the future of WooCommerce? And that's what his focus was. He said, focusing on making that checkout process seamless. And he really, you know, he personally, that's what he wants to see done and stuff. So it, it is an ongoing thing. We've had a lot of people talk about checkout. I would like to see it, quite frankly, either some kind of merging of the card page and the checkout page. I think there's a there's a big leap of faith there and there's confusion. And I think maybe he's talking about that too. But also that out of the box that these elements in the in the product page, checkout page, card page and so forth, that the elements are editable in terms of design and functionality. That you don't have to get a million plugins to do this and do that, that natively. And maybe it's done with blocks, okay? Uh, because WooCommerce is not block friendly, which is unbelievable to me. Or am I wrong about? Yeah, that? well, there, you know, there, and I think that's another thing. His, well, you were say the word. He wants, yeah, it all be Gutenberg, you know. So, so you know, it, it, I think it'll. I think they're they're just maybe it's a slow process or making sure, but you know, you know that it's going to be there sooner or later. Yeah. So, right. I mean, that's a very difficult uh, jump to go from essentially the classic editor to Gutenberg. I mean, that is, you know, but there's a lot of smart people who work on this stuff and one way or the other, they'll figure it out. Cause yes, I, I mean, I realize WooCommerce's future is with Gutenberg. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Obvious. Yeah. So that will give us the, the flexibility of designing these pages, these specific pages for WooCommerce, uh, and including changing the functionality of the features of these pages with with blocks. So that'll be that'll be really cool, and it has to be that way because uh, it's just all there's to it. I mean, when you go to use WooCommerce competitors, and I know WooCommerce does have competitors, they don't have you know it's they're pretty advanced systems. Well, but this has been a Great conversation. Uh, yeah, lots of woo and good stuff on online training. Where can people connect with you on Twitter, your website, all that good stuff? Okay. Well, I'm desperate for followers at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm I pretty puny. I try, but, you know, whatever. Um, so that's at Joy of WP. That's pretty simple because Joy of WP is me. Um, and, uh, of course the site is joy of WP.com. And right now you actually see a video of what's new in WordPress 5.9, but you also get the chance to subscribe to the new site cool. and see what's coming up and stuff. Cool. But anyway, I'm around, you know, you know, I respond to email, bud at joy of WP.com. Thank you. Bud. Hey everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to today's show. I'd like to give one more shout out to our two pod friends. If you or your clients are in need of that boost with your store's marketing and inventory, check out wayflyer.com. And as a builder, you may not want or have the resources to help your clients with WooCommerce site performance issues. If so, consider partnering up with modeeffect.com. And make sure to follow us either on Twitter at DoTheWoo, on our site at DoTheWoo.io, or on your favorite podcast app. Until the next time, keep on doing the woo.